Welcome to the Aboran Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women, Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, Sahra, and Amal Khair. This is your girl Sahra, the one and only non-Canadian on this podcast. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, and politics. Welcome, welcome to a new episode of the Oban Chronicle podcast. My name is Sahra, and I'm with Estahil and Hafsa. Hey, 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 gang, gang, shit. I don't know why gang. I did that. <laughs> Today, we have a special bonus episode for you guys. We decided, like, you know what? We're going to just do a bonus episode, and it's going to be a chill episode. So sit down, get a cup of tea, you know? Enjoy the episode. Just chilling on a Sunday morning. <laughs> well, it's a Sunday morning for us. Sunday evening for me. Oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, it's international, so <laughs> <Yeah>. it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, like Zahra was saying, guys, today we're talking about New Year's resolutions, expectations versus reality. Is it a real thing that we should actually do? Is it New Year, New Me? Or is it actually New Year, same me? What's that all about? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions this year? Yes. I don't really... You actually do? I do. I don't really do that. Really? I generally don't do it, though. But I, this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn Spanish this year. And I'm going to get thick like Rihanna. So, it's not... <laughs> I'm getting my body ready for carnival season, you know what I'm saying? So, just... <laughs> You're actually wild. You're crazy. <laughs> this girl's a full on hijab. She's like, I'm getting ready for carnivals. <laughs> Do you like write it down on a list? You know how people actually like New Year's resolutions, they sit down and they write a list like, I'm do this. I'm going to do yeah. this. Like it's a bucket list. Like they actually, every year they take it so seriously and they're like, this is the year I'm going to reset. This is the year I'm going to be a completely new and improved version yeah. of myself. Like, did you guys ever think like that and did it ever pay no, off because i couldn't afford a nope. skin book okay whatever that shit is called <laughs> everybody used to have that really Why? nice book and it used to cost like 200 dirhams i was like fam no yeah. so either wow wait what when oh what is that like books? a planner it's like a planner it's like the one with a nice skin like like everybody used to have those like especially you the moleskin like, ones yeah the moleskin it's like moleskin <laughs> moleskin same thing <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, I always, my dad always had a books like that, always. And I would always look at it and be like, there's no way. I always, I knew myself. There's no way I'm going to fill more than three pages out of this book. So I never took it for her. And I hate books like that because it's anxiety. It gives me anxiety when I see like all the days measured because I know I'm not going to write anything in like 90% of it. So I never buy books like yeah. that. No, but you know what? I like planners because to be honest, um, I'm very, I'm a very forgetful person. And the only way, like, I like seeing my day structured and, like, oh, like kind of like my to-do lists. Like, I know you can do that on your phone and stuff. And you can, you know, your Google calendar and your phone and the to-do list and your phone and all that stuff. But something about writing it down on paper and looking at it and having that notebook with me, I always have a planner. I have multiple planners. Some of them I use, some of them I don't use. But I always need to have a planner for every year um, just to basically document all my deadlines, all the things I need to do, everything. But as for like, but the thing is, as much as I do that, I'm not about New Year, New Year's resolutions. I think they're not realistic and they're bullshit. If you want to really do something, start then and there. Yeah. You get yeah. me? 
Yeah. That's a that's a really like that's really important. Um for me, like the thing is I'm also born in December, so it's like I can't even avoid the whole new year new me because it's like it's literally a new year yeah. for me. <laughs> it's literally my birthday, like it's my January is my first month after like whatever age I am it's the first school year legit I started university in January like everything for me starts in January so it's like I try to avoid it I try to stop setting things like I'm gonna start after January I stop I try to stop doing that mm-hmm. but it always just ends up being the beginning of most of my projects mm-hmm. which is really annoying for me but you know what's so interesting about that you know like um when when they talk about like dieting and and like health like weight loss and all that stuff if you've noticed they always they're always like you know what, don't think I'm going to start on Monday. You know, start today. Start right mm-hmm. now. It's kind of the same idea for me. Because, yeah. like, if if you if you try to put something off as, you know what, I'm going to start this January, you're always going to put it off for the next year or the year after that. You're never actually going to so do it in the moment. Like, you, whatever you do, you have to start right away and, like, baby steps until you get to that level yeah. that you want to be at, right? Mm. So I just, that's why yeah. New Year's resolutions don't make any sense to me because we always make these dramatic um you know, uh, these dramatic, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Plans. Yeah, we always make these dramatic plans and have these really high expectations of ourselves that we're expected, yeah. that, that we expect ourselves to hold when we can't even do that any other month of the year. So why are we expecting there for there to be such a crazy change all of a sudden in January? Like, be realistic. That is, yeah, that's why, for me, I feel like, that's why I feel like the New Year's resolution thing, it's actually very dangerous. Like holding yourself to such hypothetical goals, it's like what guarantee, it's just setting yourself up for disappointment, you know? Mm-hmm. Like if you're not working right now thinking I'm going to start right now, I feel like you're even more motivated when you do it right now, I'm going to do mm-hmm. it. But if you procrastinate it and set it, like I'm going to set it for the new year and then you don't end up in the new year, you won't do it the whole year because you're like, oh, you know, you already passed that, that date you set for mm-hmm. yourself. Well, that's how it works for me. But you know? everybody's like, built differently and some people like are totally cool with let me start in the new year's new year new me and it's usually like okay people who drink sometimes they're like you know what new year's eve is like my last day and then they start like you know a fresh year fresh month you know the whole thing Mm -hmm. but it just depends who you are as a person and how you deal with generally how you deal with starting something new and just like having goals in general yeah it's your mindset. Yeah, it's, it is your mindset. So when you have a goal for yourself, when there's something you want to achieve, what way works best for you? What would you do instead? It depends on the goal. But for me in general, I start right then and there. Like for sure, the goals I start at that moment when I'm, you know, I'm thinking about is the goals that I end up actually accomplishing. So for example, let's say I like last year, my goal was to do okay not last year i didn't do much 2017 except for doing the goals i I set up for myself in 2016 right Mm -hmm. so in 2016 i wanted to start my master's right and i didn't have a supervisor or i didn't have uh somewhere to go to so what i did was my goal was get into uni and what i did was i actively pursued it so i emailed everyone i did everything if i said it if i left it for january and be like okay i'm gonna do it in the new school year i would not be in university right now because technically september is when the new year starts right Mm -hmm. but I didn't set it for I didn't set it for like next year I'm like you know what whatever whatever you do set it into motion now and then maybe in the end like maybe by next year it's gonna happen but at least if you start working on it earlier you'll get there earlier or you might not get there it doesn't matter but you tried higher probability Mm -hmm. you know like exactly you tried so that's what motivates me and what motivates me is that you know what if you started 
three months earlier, you could have gotten an answer by now instead of, you know, set it, setting it. So it's like, just do it now. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. motivates me for most things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Sarah? For me, I'm like the greatest procrastinator. <laughs> I procrastinate so much. But like when it comes to goals and stuff, I think until reality hits me, then I'll probably be like, meh, you know? And then when I finally get, okay, if I don't do it, I will get these, you know, problems. That's when I kind of take it seriously. But I don't really yeah. have, like, a set date or anything. It's like when, once I realize, like, you know, if I don't do this now, or if I don't do this mm-hmm. tomorrow, you mm-hmm. know, there will be repercussions because of it. You feel me? Are you, are you like, happy with that? Like, do you wish... No, I you wish could I could change. More active? I, wish, I wish I could change regarding that. It's, that's the thing. Like, I don't... Um, like, I'm slowly getting better at it, but yeah. I, I'm not really there yet. I totally, the thing is, I totally relate with what you're saying because I am a master procrastinator and I feel like I get worse throughout the years <laughs> because I get so used to it. It's like a habit that just keeps getting worse. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think what what takes me out of that procrastination stage is panic, to be honest. I panic. Oh my God. I get anxious beforehand. So it's like, you know, like if I don't start now, if I don't worry about this now, I'm going to be panicking 10 times worse yeah. later on down the line. So it's like for my own mental sanity, I'm going to struggle now and then deal with it later. Mm-hmm. You get it? So most of my goals right now are like long, long-term long goals. So yeah. I don't have many short-term goals. So I guess it, it depends on the type of goal you're talking about. But for long-term goals, I worry about it now. And like, you know, because I want it to pay off in the long term. Yeah. So uh, like, it's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> Is that because I am the queen of long-term goals? It's all I believe in. It's all I ever planned for. I'm always like, where do I see myself in five years? Where do I see myself in 10 years? And then I plan accordingly. But the problem with that is my short-term goals are all effed up. Like, I never think in the short term. I remember when I was in school and I was like, okay, so um, once I graduate and I'm done and everything, I want to be there at that level at that year Mm -hmm. during that time when I'm that age. And then, like, I'm planning for that, but then my assignments, my midterms, my finals, all of that stuff, I'm not really focused on that. You know what I'm saying? And on the on top yeah. of that, I'm the kind of person who will meticulously note down what I'm going to, like my plans, what I'm going to do. Like this week, I'm going to do this, this, and that. That week, I'm going to do this, this, and that. So I can do that, 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 and that, you know? But the problem is I don't necessarily achieve those goals. Like my planner is full. But tell me, like, yeah. have I ever, have I crossed off all those things off my list? probably not like not not for the majority so like yeah so like that's one of the things that i need to i want to personally work on is basically not just setting goals like whether they're whether the goals are realistic or not because for like i do set like it's not like i I set unrealistic goals i do set realistic goals as well but it's more about achieving them and like pushing myself to achieve them because like it's like um sahara I'm a really bad procrastinator and then come to the last minute and it's that I don't have your fail safe where um you know you panic like weeks and and months in advance I panic the day before and that's when I'm gonna get shit done like the day before which is super problematic because I know for a fact that if for example if let's just use a paper for an example I know that if I start started working on this paper a week or two weeks in advance it would have been way better than me getting it, doing it the night before. Sure, it's a good paper, That's but it could have right? been better. Like yeah. everything I do, I'm like, you know what, Hafsa, you did this, you did this final, you did the, you you did you had this goal, you you wanted to get this job, you wanted to apply for this or whatever. 
But you know what? If you had started before, it would have been way better. And that regret just eats at me, you know? So I hate that. Re- I hate that a lot, really. It really does. Mm-hmm. And and it also, like, builds up as well, right? Like, when you do that multiple times, you do it for a paper, you do it for an exam, you do it for a meeting, you do it for so many things, and then that regret just builds up, and you're like, holy shit, I have to fix up. Like, mm-hmm. And it eats you know, at you. You, you, have really, yeah, you have that it, pep talk. Yeah, and yeah. it really eats at you, and that disappointment, you're always like, you just, you're just constantly... Like, it's one thing... Disappointing other people is bad. But disappointing yourself, yeah. I find, is a lot worse. Because it also it really eats is. at yourself. Like, it also... I keep using eats at. <laughs> it also, t- like, takes away from your self-worth, you know? Because you're going to put yourself down. You're going to be like, hey, next time you put a goal, you'll be like, you know what? I don't think I can do that. There's no point. There's no point. I don't yeah. think I can do that. I don't think I'm worth that. I don't think I'm capable of doing this, this, and that. So your your self-worth just go- gets lower and lower every day. So, like, it all... It's all, like... A domino effect. You know what's crazy? Like, I remember when I was a teenager, like, one of my cousins used to stay with us, and I high-key believed, like, she was really depressed. Like, she was really in a bad place. And I feel like the number one thing that got her into that is her unrealistic expectations of herself. Mm-hmm. She wanted to do stuff that were so long-term and so huge that when she tried to reach for it, obviously, she wouldn't reach it. And so she would just crash. She would have a horrible crash. And, like, right now as an adult, and, like, you know, and right now, looking back, I'm like, wow, she would have felt so much better if she set short-term goals for herself and slowly worked her way up to that you know Mm. so it's like it really affects your self-worth and it really puts you in a bad mental state Mm -hmm. the one thing i can't do long term like i've noticed the thing is like before i used to set long-term goals but i just was welcomed with disappointments you know like it didn't work out okay example i was like oh my god i'm gonna graduate when i'm 22 i'm gonna graduate when i'm 21 didn't happen so that's why i don't really do much long-term uh goals unless it's financial when it's like financial when it's uh like related to maybe like my family like maybe how i'm planning in that sense other than those Mm -hmm. two i don't really do long-term goals long-term goals okay so i have a question for you like do you think you'd be happier setting long-term goals like if you knew that you had 100 percent success would you set long-term goals for yourself or are you a you know seize the moment type of person it's like i i wish the thing is like i've been like you know met with so much disappointment and when it comes to long-term goals because it never really worked out for me personally so mm-hmm. that's why i was like now when i think about it it's like if i do set a long-term goal i know it's not gonna happen because my life is like okay. a fucking roller coaster so I don't really yeah. know if I can... Like, the only thing I would love for it to be, like, 100% is maybe financial, you know, yeah. situation yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you something. Do you think any of our lives are, are set in stone? No. You are, like, no, 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 like that. Is, it's every, just like... No, I get it. No, what I'm saying is that everyone... The thing is, it depends on how you deal with that's the thing the most important thing is how you deal with disappointment like you know you look at people and you think that they're actually setting goals for themselves and achieving it it's not because their life was like guaranteed and everything was smooth sailing it's because you know for me especially what i do is just alter my goal if this goal is not working up you just switch to another goal but disappointment is one billion percent it's a reality it's definitely none of us get things like straight up it's never gonna happen and you just have to roll with the punches yeah and it's not just about um like 
um, changing your goal or trying to achieve your goal, sometimes your goals are honest to God, not realistic, right? Your long term. Yeah. If I or say right now, you, if I say right now in five years I want to be a multimillionaire, that's not a realistic goal for me considering my life path right now. It's just not realistic. Mm. So don't put when you're when you're placing a goal for yourself, you have to not only be like, hey, I wanna how do I get this? You have to be like, hey, how realistic is this? Is it actually possible? Is it actually like on the spectrum? Could this actually happen? You also need to understand that there is a chance for it to fail. Like you understand that from the get that hey, this might not work out. And if it doesn't work out, it's cool, I'm gonna set another plan. Mm. Like mm-hmm. don't ever give up on that. Mm. Do you understand? Like I one billion percent get like for example, my goal is obviously I thought I was gonna be graduated by twenty seven, whatever, get my PhD and I'm done, right? But obviously that's not how it worked out and obviously there's years in between how it's going. And now I understand that okay, I might get it at thirty, I might get it at thirty two, whatever, but that's my goal. Like, no matter what happens, even if I fail out of school right now, I'm just going to, you know, try to figure out a way to get to that point. So mm-hmm. obviously you're going to be disappointed. You're going to experience so many failures. It's not even crazy how many failures you're going to face. Small failures, big failures, it's going to come your way. But, you know, just it's a mental thing. If you tell yourself, you know what, it doesn't matter how long it's going to take, I'm going to succeed, you will succeed. Is That's it's all in your head I think like the thing for me in my case it's like Mm -hmm. during that time it's not right now but it was like a couple years back I did not have I I didn't come into the situation where like you know what there's a chance it might not work out you know in my set like I didn't have that in my mindset that you know maybe you won't be able to do this and like disappointment was not really a factor. You weren't used to it. Yeah, I wasn't used. To, I, mm-hmm. I was used to like disappointment and failure, but that situation, yeah. I did not <laughs> expect it. So I was like, it's, I was like, you know, I was used to disappointment and failure. I hate that. That's life. I get it. I relate with that. I relate. So uh, oh it's just that I did not like in that situation. I did not expect it to happen, and that's why mm. I was kind of hit hard on it. I was like, I was kind of oh, hit hard. I get it. It's like you know what. Mm-hmm. No more long-term girls goals for me, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I get one billion percent. That's what Hafsa mean by unrealistic expectations. If you don't expect failure, then obviously it's gonna hit you hard yeah. because you need to put that into the equation. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this might not work. Yeah. If it doesn't work, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do something else, or I'm gonna do you know a different thing. Yeah, but you know what also comes along with all those disappointments and failure? It's that feeling of helplessness, where you know what nothing. Mm-hmm nothing I do really affects what's going on in my life. I can't control my fate. And that's like something really important to consider, especially that we're Muslims, right? Because in Islam, we know that, yes, you actually can't control your fate and that's only in the hands of Allah. And, you know, whatever happens to you, happens to you, right? So how do you deal with that? Like, because I remember when I, like, I expected things for myself, like, uh, at this point in my life, I thought I'd be in in a different place. And then I would always have that regret where, I talked about earlier where, you know what, if I had done this different, if I had done that different, I could have been at a different place. If I had done this other thing instead of that other thing, you know, I could have been doing this instead. And it just took me a long time to stop thinking that way and to realize that, hey, you know what, Hafsa, that wasn't meant to happen for you. This was what was written for you. This is what's, ha- this is what's happening for you right now. And this is how Allah wanted it to be. You weren't meant to be in that yeah. other situation. And like once I started to accept that, that whole feeling of helplessness and the lack of control over my life, it just went away. Because 
I just had to realize that okay, this is what was meant to happen. You know what it is, Hafsa? Like, I honestly, like, exactly. Religion has a big deal. And for me, it's such a big deal because, I don't know, I think you experience this type of helplessness when you have extreme disappointments in your life, like extreme failures where you're just like, there's actually nothing I could do. There's literally nothing you could do. You can't move forward from something mm-hmm. and you can't you can't plan for something like you know when you have something that's out of your control completely let's say when we were younger it affected your parents and you were caught in the middle of it and you were helpless and you were, your hands were tied and i feel like that's when you know your fate comes in like your faith sorry mm-hmm. your faith comes in and for me i i got that at a young age like i felt so helpless and it was so deep you know but at the same time i came to terms with the fact that whatever happens happens always wish for the best and always expect the best and then inshallah that's what's gonna happen so i just put myself in that mind state where i just bring the good in my life i just accept the good you know so if you have a positive outlook in life even if you're in the worst place ever, yeah, it's going to hurt. Like 1 billion percent, it's going to hurt. At night, you're going to think about it. But it's better than wallowing in the misery. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm such an emotional person. So I, I understand like you can't erase it. You can't fake it. You Fake it till you make it doesn't work. But at the same time, it's if I'm being positive, it's affecting only me. That positiveness is just changing my life, not everyone around me. You, know? you have mm-hmm. to be selfish and think about yourself. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of, um, I remember when I was like about to finish uni and I was I was like going on Hoyo, you know I like talk to my mom I'm like I want to do this test and I want to do this exam I want to do this licensing thing I want to do this I want to do that you know just so focused on my school and my career and everything and Hoyo would always be like Naya forget about like all you're focused on is the dunya what about your akhirah you know and honest to god mm-hmm. those few those years those last few years of university is when I find that I turn to Islam the least or turn to my deen the least. Like, I was doing the bare minimum. I wasn't really looking at my religion, right? And then, like, I, I can't even be surprised right now at my, my my state of mind at that point. Like, because of my lack, like, my spirituality was at a low point. So I can't even be surprised to 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 realize that, hey, you know, I really felt that regret and, hopeless, and helplessness and hopelessness at that point. Because if I'm not even looking at my akhirah, and I'm not even, like, turning to God and making dua and focusing on Allah as much as I am on like this life and and um university and work and school and, and academia and my career all that stuff why was i like it's expected i shouldn't have been surprised this is this is what's going to happen it's a consequence like i'm not going to say that um it's the only factor but it's it was one of the biggest factors for me you know it's legit it's it brings everything into perspective doesn't it like for me i'm just like stressing about this i'm like wow i dedicated a whole year to just the dunya how like do you understand like i step back and i'm like holy why would i do that why did i do that do you understand it's like that is the biggest long-term goal yeah and at that time you're not even thinking that way like i used to just get so annoyed when hoya to be like hafsi you know what about your akhira why don't you go to this mahadara why don't you listen to this lecture like and i just felt like it was nagging at that time but now i'm like wow if i had just like you know kept it had an open mind really thought about it really tried maybe i maybe things would have been different but again that's that's the that's what I was supposed to go through. That's what I was supposed to deal yeah, with. That's what a lot written. exactly. That's what that's what was written for me. So, you know, alhamdulillah, I'm, yeah. I'm past that. I'm at the point that I am at now, and I'm at a much better state of mind. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I'm guessing like for me, like 
that's how I deal with disappointment and failures. Like that's how I pick myself off the ground. I tell myself, you know, there's there's other things written for you. There's something else. You just wish for the khair and only khair will come into your life. And so if I if something fails, I tell myself it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't good for you. Probably you saved yourself from not going through going that route. So I tell mm-hmm. myself, you know, something better is waiting for you. Something better is gonna happen. And nine out of ten times, something better is happening. Exactly. So like. I think we could come to a consensus that new year, new me doesn't necessarily often work. And maybe we do need to start from today, from this moment. So in general, what goals do we, what short-term goals do we have for ourselves for this year? What kind of bucket list or resolution type thing do we have for ourselves this year? And and I want to divide that into three categories. The religious, spiritual aspects of it the self-improvement ones that don't necessarily fall under religion or anything like that. And the final one is more materialistic goals we have for ourselves. Yeah, I think the most important thing about what we're doing right now is the fact that we're actually setting short-term goals. Yeah, short-term Please, goals. I, like, I always, I never set short-term goals. I, I think about it, but I never write it down or I mm-hmm. never say it out loud. I just tell myself, oh, next week you should probably do that or next month you should probably do that. Do I ever do it? No. no yeah. So hopefully we can hold ourselves accountable for these goals. Yeah, no, no, hopefully, inshallah. Because honestly speaking, how you expect to, you can't get to long-term unless you achieve those short-term goals that you're supposed to set for yourself, right? So how do I expect exactly. myself to change in 10 years if I'm not changing myself today you know so that's crazy isn't it wow. I know it's 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 just because because you know why 10 years from now is more vague 10 years from now is like a different you like if you had told me at right now what I'm 26 right if you had told me at 16 you know um have some of those goals you have for, you had for yourself at 26 you're not gonna achieve any of them you know I would have been okay not any of them I achieved a couple of them but you're not gonna achieve most of them I would have been like what because it's like it's it's a more it would have been a real shock to me back then because you always picture the best for yourself in the distant future mm-hmm. but we need to also, start 10 years is a long time right yeah. 10 years is a long time yeah, yeah, yeah no you tell yourself that but it's gonna come by in like two seconds mm-hmm. it's over so yeah so what goals do okay let's start with religious and spiritual what do you guys want to do for the year and let's not say for the year what do you guys want to do today um honestly like Okay, so I want to take more classes, obviously. But the one thing I want to focus on, which I do every every year, I tell myself that I'm going to actually finish the Quran. So like, I, I need to like re-memorize it. And I tell myself every year, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to do it this year. Legit, I have my planner from last year at March. I set a, like, a deadline for myself and I still have an accomplishment. So inshallah, ya Rabb, I'm going to actually be active and actually re-memorize the Quran this year. Mm-hmm. My number one goal for... Um uh, the Quran specifically is during Ramadan. I have never fully read the Quran from cover to cover. I want to do that this coming Ramadan. At least read the whole Quran cover to cover, and then over the year, um, I do want to start memorizing again, because yeah. um, the last time I was properly memorizing the Quran was I was probably a teenager, and I'm Same pretty sure. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I forgot a lot about a lot of it. And I, I want to start going over it again, memorizing it again, and going through tafsir again. And just, you know, doing tafsir al-Quran. Yeah, hopefully we can find a class that's like, you know, we're in that class together mm-hmm. and it's like it's changed my life. So I'm trying to see if there's any like tafsir class. So if anyone knows of a really good English to, what do you call it, uh, Quran, tafsir, hit us up, please. Online, an online class specifically. 
yeah, yeah an online class I'm pretty sure there are a couple like that we could find on YouTube that a lot of because I'm uh, for tafsir al-Quran definitely there must be I actually tried looking and I couldn't find any that I could actually use like daras like every time it's like you know I go online I search it doesn't work out and I'm just like okay I'll think about that tomorrow tomorrow yeah. becomes a year yeah mm-hmm. there's something about structured classes though like that is a lot better like I tried um there was a YouTube like a, a YouTube playlist or something um with tafsir classes I think for surah al-kahf and I was trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do one video every Friday, so that I finish Surah Al-Kahf in like a couple of weeks, right? And the thing is, mm-hmm. if if it's not structured, if you're not actually part of class, it's a lot harder. You have to really push yourself to make sure you sit down, um, uh, and do it, right? So it's always, and it's always good with a buddy or somebody, you know, a friend that can help you do it with yeah. you. So we can definitely do something 100. like that. If we don't find a class, we can, okay. you know, do a tafsir together, Stahil. Voila. I'm in. Sahri, you in? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she kills me. Uh, I think for my religious spiritual goal is... I don't know, I remember like a couple years ago, I still, it still stuck in my mind. My mom was like, you know what? Just after you pray, just sit down, make dua, speak to Allah, you know? Like he's your friend or something, you know? Yeah. So I think... One of my goals is that I will pray sunnah. Like, I think it's like, you know, every time you, like, pray, like, I can only speak for myself, but, like, whenever yeah. I just pray, I just pray and bounce, you know? I feel like one yeah, thing yeah. I want to improve is that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I take my time and mm-hmm. and then I pray sunnah and I take it seriously and then, you know, and then I will read a new surah for every prayer. So I don't that's really actually that's actually an amazing goal. goal. That's an amazing goal. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, we all, yeah, we're stealing I, your I'm stealing goal. your goal. I'm definitely I'm in. I'm in. Because I have that same problem. I never pray sunnah. Like once mm-hmm. in a life like Ramadan. Tajud. Like that's you know, when you enter the when you enter the masjid, yeah. that's the sunnahs that I do. But like actual prayers because um I can't even use the excuse that life is so fast paced because that's not even an excuse. How long does it take us to pray for rakas? It doesn't even take five that minutes. long. Yeah, five minutes. Six minutes. Exactly. So why can't I just add an additional two? It's not even an excuse. And you know what? Praying sunnah, it's a whole like like when you pray when you pray sunnah before salah or after salah, it's mm-hmm. an entire spiritual thing where your salah itself, the the, the actual salah you're praying, whether it's the asr, whatever, it just becomes that much more pure. Asr has no sunnah. Asr doesn't have sunnah. Yeah. What am I saying? Whether it's yeah. the hood, whether it's the maghrib, <laughs> whether it's isha, whether it's fajr. <laughs> Yeah. There's something about when you when you pray sunnah that makes your salah more, I don't know, like complete. Complete, exactly. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm totally stealing that. I'm totally stealing that from you, Sahara. Yeah. For me, this year is definitely improving. Like you know, people always say like, yeah, I want to improve my personal relationship with that. You know, everybody just says that, but I feel like that's just something yeah. you say though. That's just something you say. Like yeah. I want to improve you my personal relationship. Yeah. What? 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 How? How are you gonna do that? What are you gonna do to improve your relationship with God? But then, yeah, that's. I think like for me, especially like my situation right now, I think that's one thing I just need to really improve on, and yeah. or, or like I want to you know start doing that. Work and on. I really want to. 
I, I want to say I want to just legit, you know, like, I think it's Islam, there's different schools and all that. Like, I don't want to really want to jump in there, you know, exactly just, you know. I feel like I just mm. want to start maybe with Sirah and I also want to start with, like, stories, like, you know, like, travelers mm. and stuff yeah. like that. Something that we kind of, like, ease in the transition <laughs> to get into yeah. that well the prophet the prophet's stories are always bomb yeah. so there's there's that and there's, there's a lot there's of good so, series the there's a lot of good well. series about the yeah. sirah on youtube as well yeah there's a sheikh that like i think on merciful servant they have a whole playlist on prophet is it merciful servant yeah, yeah. they do merciful servant, me yeah. this year like i feel like i've been so disconnected i think it's because i've well, just hey, yeah. I've, I've, I've i've left a muslim country for a non-muslim country and mm-hmm. it feels it feels so off you know there's no adhan dinta like you 100. feel like you, you're very disconnected and i was like yeah it's my fault personally it's my fault it's not mm-hmm. i don't blame me on the environment really but i feel like mm-hmm. i just need to go you know i need to just get back and yeah it's can it's i a just say yeah can i just say i had an opposite experience like you I went found to the UK, leaving, like almost, okay? No, no, no. But even in Canada, like I find that leaving a Muslim majority country and being the only one, like standing out in another country and being the only one, and like having to fight for um, basically my my values and what I believe in and everything, and having to defend myself so much, it just made it stronger. Like it made it more real. Like in the UAE, it was just so easy, but the the way that it's a struggle, like when you're not when like you know here in a western country it's a bit more of a struggle right and that just reaffirms everything for me to be honest that is true but at the same time it's really exhausting like you know for me the way i i felt i felt like i was legit reaffirming my dean every second and it Mm. really takes a toll on your your physically mentally it takes a toll on everything your spirit everything Mm -hmm. so it's it was really hard for me like Mm -hmm. honestly oh my god did i tell you guys about my panic attack yesterday so I was, I was, um, a friend of mine, she's vegetarian and I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, I want to see if Popeye's has any vegetarian food. Right. So we're just Googling it. And then I saw a thread where someone's like, um, they use, um, like lard and whatever to fry their food. And I was like, yeah, what? But halal, right? Lard. That's pig lard. Oh shit. But then listen, so I had a panic attack and I was like, what the fuck? So I just ran to the nearest Popeyes. There's one right next to my work. So I just ran there and um, I was like, yo, what'd you fry this shit in? What'd you fry this in? And they're like, no, no, we, we fried in like canola oil or some vegetable oil. But it's just that moment, like, it, it really struck me as to how sometimes things can be a, str- things can be a struggle. Like, you don't always want to have to ask. Is this vegetarian? Is this halal? Is this this? Is this that? Yeah, but have to take in. Yeah. Take in. You live in Toronto and you live in uh, the UK. Do you understand how it is living in Edmonton and trying to live the halal life? <laughs> like, it is an actual struggle. When every person around you is eating fried chicken and you're ordering the marinara margarita pizza. Like, do you know how, how much of a struggle that is? Oh, my God. <laughs> so one more spiritual um, resolution or goal that I have for this year is about my intentions so i was just listening to a lecture today about how if if you're doing an action and your intention isn't just for allah it's for someone else as well that can low-key be shirk right so like if you're Uh yeah 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 it's it's a minor shirk for example if you're praying salah 
and um, you know you're praying it for Allah, but then you're also praying to show your mom that you pray, or to show people that you pray. That's minor shit. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, and it becomes I, I, major I, I, shit if um, you're praying only for pe- other people, right? So that just really yeah. struck me because it just reminded me of how important intention was so i just wanted to basically have a goal for this year where every day i basically renew my intention for that day and why i'm doing what i'm doing for that day and if i don't do it every day at least once a week whether i do that and not just for like um the ibadah where uh, like i read in quran or you're praying salah you're fasting and whatnot but even for everyday things like going to work you know you can make everyday actions that you do ibadah as well right so like yeah. if you just if I just make the effort every day to be like okay I'm going to work today um you know what this is I'm working for myself and for money and all this stuff but I'm also working because um I'm practicing medicine and I want to help people and I'm helping people for the sake of Allah and all that just reaffirm that so that it not only becomes a good thing for like you know money wise and all that stuff and like it's a job but also I make I'm, good deeds more good deeds yay <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's actually like a good thing because it keeps you on track, right? It yeah. keeps you doing what you're doing and you you know what you're doing. You're not going to be lost to be like, hey, what am I doing? You know, sometimes you wake up, you're just like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have, you set your intentions every day, you won't have confusion like that too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know, honestly okay. speaking, even all the other goals. So right now, we're just finishing up on religious goals, right? More spiritual religious goals. The rest of the goals that we have, we can make them religious as well. By just having that intention every day, you know? Like, for example, mm-hmm. I'm definitely, for, like, self-improvement, I'm definitely going to be talking about, you know, um, health issues and, and healthy eating and weight loss and all that stuff. You can make, the, I can make that an intention. Um, I can have an intention for that and make it an ibadah as well. So, yeah, let's just dive into that. Okay, self-improvement. What do you guys have goals? <laughs> weight loss and healthy eating. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think cut sugar really. Honestly, okay, you guys want to go by Okay, let's start with Hafsa You said you were going to start eating healthy Well I can't even Ever since I started uni I've had horrible, horrible, horrible eating habits And I just yep. Fast food became my best friend And then it just became something that I was used to And now it's something that I just do out of convenience You know, like it's easier to just Order grab, pizza. Order pizza or, you know, grab some fried chicken or a burger. Instead it's really of, hard to unlearn. Yeah, that. it's, it's really, really hard. hard. But, like, another another good thing is because I've done it so much before, like, now I'm starting to get a tolerance. You're sick and tired of it. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of it. I've been sick and tired of it. Like, I got so sick. Of, that's why I had, like, a major weight loss is because mm-hmm. I stopped eating all the junk. Also, moving to Edmonton and everything being haram is one thing. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is the fact that I got so sick and tired of my body became like, you know, I would break out every single day. I still break out like crazy every time I go near anything junk related. So it's like, I'm actually killing myself from the inside out. So I stopped and I, I stopped having a craving for it. Cravings is what stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. I remember before, like when you're when you were kids, like, oh, well, you know, McDonald's and we never had fast food as kids. Like, never. McDonald's? Same. We got McDonald's on Eid. We got McDonald's on Eid. I swear to God. Maybe that's why. The moment we got money, we went crazy on buying stuff. That's exactly it. But anyways, like, no, I'm so sick of it. And I don't even like it anymore. Like, I just eat it out of, like, friggin' convenience. Like, at least before I enjoyed it. Now, fast food is not even... Like, I'm looking for healthy options. At least, ugh, I miss that in the UAE. I miss getting, like, falafel and, like, 
hummus yeah. and and you know like freaking food for like a snack but now like it's the only options are like burgers and this right so um in general i just want to cut down on all that all that junk food and one major thing i want to cut down on is soda i don't drink coffee oh. i hate coffee so what i do to get my caffeine is i drink mountain dew at least one every day I know. I you know. have a serious problem, my friend. I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> one every day. One every single day. Okay. Lately, I've st- I've already so I've already kind of stopped it. Like I haven't had Mountain Dew for like the last two weeks. And but the thing is, I do that a lot. Like I'll feel I'll feel disgusted. I'll be like, you know, how I'm not drinking Mountain Dew anymore, and I'll stop for like two or three weeks, and then I start up again. So I just want yeah. I I want I want this like stoppage to continue. I don't want to start back up on the Mountain Dew. And so that's like, yeah, so I want to cut out junk food. Um, I want to stop soda. And the third thing is I want to be more fit. And when I say more fit, I don't just mean, I don't mean just go to a gym. I want to start taking some sort of class. I was thinking like hey. a self-defense class, <laughs> like jujitsu. Girl, that's one of my improvement. That's one of you my too? You too? You yeah. yeah. too? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I want to take a, like a jujitsu class or like some kind of self-defense class Hell this yeah. year. And like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to myself. I tell myself I'm going to go to a gym. I will never go mm-hmm. to a gym. I'll mm-hmm. probably never set foot inside a gym. It's not going to happen. That's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not built that way. Ooh, I've so, tried. I've tried. I've gone and and come back home a million times, but I'm never consistent with gym. And I've realized it's because it's boring for me. Like, at least a class. That's like a, like a Like, when I did Zumba, I did Zumba for a bit, like, like a few years ago when, it was, when everybody was doing it. And I did it consistently yeah. for, like, a semester because they were doing classes at school, right? And I did it consistently for a semester. And I was really good. And then when they canceled the class, I was like, whatever, you know, live life. And then every time I tried to go to the gym, I would never go. So Yeah, I feel like also, like, j- that's exactly it. Like, I feel like gym would be too boring for me and I would hate myself. And I'm just not a fitness junkie. That's just not who I am. I'd rather, like, learn something, actually learn some, gain something from it. That's why I want to take, like, a self-defense class. Because, A, it's a dangerous world right now, especially for hijabi Muslims like us. Yeah. So it's like two birds one stone get mm-hmm. fit get toned mm-hmm. and also learn mm-hmm. to defend yourself and i feel like every muslim girl should learn self-defense like yeah. it should be mm-hmm. a, a thing that we're I'm, all doing uh-huh. i also want to take swimming lessons because i don't know how to swim and it's kind of i sad. can't even swim i can't swim either oh my god you guys <laughs> you guys it's enough i could float i could float it's enough to know how to swim black people can't swim you know Kind of true. <laughs> you know what's so sad? We had so many opportunities. We had so many opportunities in the UAE. There were so many girls only pools. There were so many places we could have gone. And now, like, just yeah. struggling to find a girls only swimming center. It's so ridiculous. I don't even think I, I'm disgusted by it, to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I get grossed out from like public swimming pools and stuff. <laughs> so it's like, what am I going to do? <laughs> and we exactly know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't want to do it you guys no but like there's clean places like you're thinking about friggin you just swimming pools from the community center with the outdoor pools i'm gonna see i'm not seeing but like go to see go to a little lake and start swimming there Uh, like what are you you saying the the parasites to kill me oh my god do you know by the way you know what scares me the most ocean swimming like you know in the u.a when we used to go swim in the gulf like like the sharjah beach or the the dubai Beach? beach All the beaches, Sharjah, Ajman, or Mamzer Beach. Yeah. Mamzad, m- no, Mamzer. Mamzer isn't Mamzer isn't that deep because um, it's not. It's a, it's an artificial beach. They just built an inlet, and there's no waves or nothing. But if you go to Sharjah Beach or Ajman Beach or or the um, Jumeirah Beach Park, it's a, it's the actual Gulf. You're swimming in the Gulf of Arabia, right? 
And like cool. when you're, I just imagine like jellyfish stepping on a crab, fish nibbling at me. Like if I go out, see, that doesn't I, terrify me. That actually, I, seaweed scares the shit. Every time I see seaweed, I jump a mile. I used, I used to jump a mile Sis, because you I have think, a problem. is that a jellyfish? Because I hate the idea. The, my problem with water, like with um, like like you know, oceans and lakes and stuff like that, is that I hate like imagining there's something underneath me. Like I can do pools because there's nothing. I know there's nothing down there, but with oceans and lakes and gulfs and whatever, Allah alam, what's beneath you? Like there could be a shark down there. There could be eels. There could be an octopus. No, think you're about it. You're scared of that. No, no, no. I know, right? Like, well, I'm not scared of that. Whatever. I'm scared of anything water. If you put me in a... You're, you're like Hafsa too? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. For me, yeah. it's a different case. For me, if I'm in a pool, if I'm surrounded by water, even if I'm in a pool, if I'm in the sea, I'll just have a panic attack. I can't do it. You know, uh, I used to Have you ever been underwater? Class. Like, you've like, been, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like I hold my hand and then I put my head down. <laughs> That's as far as I've been. I used to go to swimming class. My mom pushed me into a swimming class. Yeah, yeah. Because I was taller than all the other kids, I used to use my feet in order to stand. <laughs> <and like, laughs> <feet. laughs> Every single exactly. day. Oh, notifications. Notifications all the time. I 
I see you haven't been active for a while. Yes. I was like, you don't have to shave me on top of that. <laughs> Passive aggressive to the point where it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and then I'll have like moments where like I'll do like seven levels, eight levels in one sitting, and then I'll forget about it, and then I'll come back. What to languages it. do yeah. you guys learn? I was doing French. Okay. I've yeah, done no, too I'm much a, of I'm French to actually bitch. want to learn French. No, but the th- problem is, like, I was, I'm like, I've I never have, been serious about French. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? I have a basic, like, I I feel like I've done it so much that I can, and I have, like, the basic rules, like, in my mind. Like, I'm like, if I want to start something, I have, like, like a footing in French. So let me at least get yeah. that done. I just want to, ma- I just want to master the few languages that I kind of have on my, under my belt. So, like, Arabic, I want to master it. French, I'm barely there, but I want to start because I have some ideas. I know verb to be, so I can move on from there, you know? <laughs> so um, yeah. that's why. Rather than just dive into, yeah, yeah. So rather than just dive into like a whole yeah. new language, right? I feel like I know I know the bare minimum of like eight languages because I watch so much international like shows. So it's like I know how to say hi, how are you, where is this, where is that, you know, all the basics in like eight languages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. I love languages. It's that really interesting. So cool. Yeah, but under the under the umbrella of being realistic, I'm not gonna like maybe I'll dabble in that, but I'm not gonna make like languages my goal this year. Uh. My self improvement goals are go start going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> girl, I'm trying to get thick like Rihanna, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, why couldn't she be thick last when I was in university? It's so unfair. <laughs> And then, um, I want to learn how to swim. I think my body is like, like, you know, a swimming body or whatever. Someone told me, yeah. like, get a body of a swimmer. Or, or I was like, nah, I like it. What the hell's a body of a swimmer? That's like, like, like the shape, lean. like tall. You have like broad shoulders. I don't yeah. have broad shoulders. But I was like, I want to start swimming, learn how, I want to learn how to swim. And together with that, I just need to start, I, I need to learn how to cope with my fears and I, mm. I'm really anxious person you know yeah and I need to just start you know doing that like yeah. start learning how to cope with that and then li- last but not least I need to start learning how to be better better like when it comes to finance like I always buy small stuff like left and right you know yeah and because now I work you know, I thought I mean, it's my own money. You know what I'm saying I can just get like a little chocolate bar, and like it's pretty expensive here in Sweden. It's not like you can just buy yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and like you know go cheat. It's like it will, it will show later on that you know yeah that you spent money. Yeah, that's actually kind of kind of dry bank account. Yeah. So I just need to stop buying like small stuff. Yeah. here and there and start kind of like not meal prepping but like i was like okay i'll cook at home there's rice at home you know that's why i need to put that mentality in my head exactly yeah that's one of the more um i think your last goal falls under materialistic because i want to talk about that as well when it comes to money we spend i don't know about you guys but personally <laughs> i spend so much money on food it's disgusting that's like me. if i just it's think about disgusting. yeah if i just think about i think about all the time like i and you see it on twitter all the time like you're willing to spend 20 bucks on a meal but you're not gonna buy yourself that 20 dollar i don't know top or like makeup or whatever shirt, right? and you're gonna be like oh, oh yeah. next month next month next paycheck or whatever but you're gonna go buy yourself a 20 dollar meal like why you know so like one of my yeah. one of my biggest goals when it comes to money and money management and all of that would be I want to basically cut down 
buying food to a minimum. Like like Sahira said, I just want to like focus on home food, cooking at home. If I am eating out, I want it to make it like a one or two time thing. You know, I don't want it to be a regular occurrence with me, you know. And instead, yeah. I want to use that money for more important things. You get me? You know so, what I'm thinking? I'm yeah. thinking a, a bit ahead of you guys. So I'm thinking instead of using that money, I'd rather invest in something. So hopefully, inshallah, like mm-hmm. I want to actually use my money like take the money away from myself and put it into something that gives me money back so like you know start an online store or buy something or invest in some some business that's starting out or something Mm -hmm. so that at least if that money is away from me i'm not you know i'm actively using it i'm not like i know saving doesn't work for me like i've tried it it does not work i'll always end up giving it to my mom or giving it to my sisters or using it myself somehow or another i can't save money for more than a couple of months so i'm thinking for the new year i'm actually going to actively use that money for something that gives me money back so how are you going to find yeah so how are you gonna yeah you could buy land but how are you gonna find out find these investments like how are you gonna look for them well, yeah, these are the plans, my friend. Okay, I'll let you know. But as of now, like, yeah, these are the plans. Like, I'm setting it up right now. I'm, like, actually actively thinking about it, sitting down with my mm-hmm. sisters and actually thinking, hey, do you guys want to, like, pull money in and start something? Or do you guys want to... Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah, the reason I'm asking is because there's so many, like, there's different types of investments, right? There's investments that you have an active part in, like you said, opening an online store or a business or whatever. And then there's investments where you just put your money in and you watch your dividends grow, right? So I've heard about a lot of, like, you know when I talk about investing in Somalia? I've heard a lot about mm-hmm. a lot of businesses and, um, you know, startups that are happening there. And they do need investments so and they do need money. So it's kind of shooting two birds with one stone. A, you're investing your money in something that you, you know, are, in, are like, um, trying to make money off of and B you're investing money where it counts right yep I feel that also yeah the thing is though I have major trust issues so it's like if I don't know the person personally mm-hmm. do you understand and I don't know what they're doing like there's also the the point of transparency I've noticed a lot of people aren't transparent about no, but exactly this isn't... what they're using the money for yeah I know what you mean by that. I mean, like, you know, it's a startup. And, but the thing is, I'd like to know. Do you understand? I want something more um, closer to me, something I could see actual change from. Maybe in the future, when mm-hmm. I actually see benefits from my own self, I can move on mm-hmm. and, like, you know, do bigger investments. But at this moment, in 2018, I'm starting with smaller investments. Mm-hmm. And, but those, yeah. by the way, there's a lot of... It's not just, like, um, startups or just person, like people you personally know that I'm suggesting you invest in. I'm talking about businesses mm-hmm. that already exist and you're like buying shares, yeah, yeah. shares into and stuff like that, you know? Like Tesla, H&M. Like but I, I have to think about the whole haram halal situation, exactly, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Do you, like, I don't want to invest in haram money and then get haram money out of it. I literally can't do anything with money like that. Yeah. So like you're, yeah, yeah, I get you. Um, so then we, you have to do a lot of research to find something that applies so another kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna categorize this as materialistic, but another materialistic goal I have is I really, really, really wanna travel this year. I really wanna mm. travel this year. And I wanna travel a lot. Cause I'm freaking twenty six. I mean I've been to a lot of places where like I've lived, but I mean travel in the sense of holiday travel, vac- vacation travel, go for a long weekend, go for a week, go for two weeks, you know, that kind of travel. Get what I'm saying? So over the next year, I want to at least travel once quarterly 
meaning once every three months. I want, honestly, I want, I want to do it once every month. But if I'm being more realistic, once every three months, I want to go somewhere new. I feel that. I feel that. Hafsa, you know what we were doing last night? And like, I don't know if this is random, but what we were doing last night is we were checking because it's Black Friday on the 26th, right? Not Black Friday, Boxing Day on the 26th, right? And tickets are like 80% off. Mm. We're, me and my sisters are trying to buy tickets to New York for the long weekend in March. Ooh, smart. So it's like, you know, then, yeah, it's like four days. So I feel like for you, like the best way to make that plan happen is buy tickets way beforehand. Mm. That way, you have no way out. You have to go. Definitely, yeah. That's 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 one thing, yeah. And I also like, but the problem is, realistically speaking, when you have a job and everything, you can't always be sure about when you're gonna have time off. So, yeah, like of course, like talking about it in advance and going to your um, managers or supervisor or whoever you work with in advance and like booking those days off and everything that helps in cementing the goal, right? But like even like when there's like yeah. national holidays, you know, statutory holidays, bank holidays, yeah, the long weekends, off, the long weekends, like I oh my god i would love to do that like spend a weekend somewhere you know go somewhere new yeah. so um that's mm-hmm. one of my biggest goals for the following year inshallah is to travel mm-hmm, inshallah. Yeah. and i want to continue that inshallah. habit in inshallah happens for you i mean i mean so yeah what else what other, what other goals do you uh, guys have materialistic type goals uh, i really need to learn how to do my makeup properly and it's like well, you're already on the path you're already on the path you're almost there i'm on the path but it's like you know okay molly makeup okay if you if you know her you know her you know Mm -hmm. big ups Mm -hmm. to you Mm-hmm. And she's on Instagram and King Molly me in magic sorry but she really knows she's really like onto texture color like she's so she's so good at what she does yeah and she really talks a lot about you know hyperpigmentation and you know she really like figures out what you need for like I love her and like I want to be like her because like when it comes to makeup and stuff like that I think she Lisa Eldridge um, I love Lisa Greenwell. oh my god mm-hmm. yeah but they're proper makeup but Lisa Eldridge she's a proper proper like celebrity makeup artist I mean no, but she has YouTube she has the same, same thing with Mary Mary Greenwell yeah. okay guys so we have all our goals how do we make sure that we achieve these goals by setting updates updates with ourselves you know yeah updates with holding ourselves accountable okay sure and you know what let's publish these updates let's have little bonus apps every three months or every four months and basically just update you guys our listeners as to how we're getting along if we're achieving these goals if we are getting to where we want to be inshallah the pressure is on and if you guys want to join if you guys have the same uh what do you call it goals that we have or similar goals or even if you don't just email us and we could all hold ourselves accountable to Mm -hmm. just start a like a a group a group collective oh my uh, what do you call it (laughs) yeah email us if you yeah email us if you're a little too shy to you know publish that on the timeline on twitter um or you can also dm us on twitter or dm us at on instagram our email is abwanchronicles at gmail.com. Twitter is at abwanpodcast. Instagram is also at abwanpodcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. It was fun.